This is Fireproof Your Retirement with Michael J. Markey Jr. Fireproof Your Retirement is 15 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Michael's passion is to teach listeners the same thing he's taught clients and prospects, how to take control of their money. It's been this philosophy which has garnished Michael and his firm Legacy Financial Network national attention. In 2010, AM Best featured them as one of the top 10 most innovative agencies in the country. In 2014, Insurance Newsnet magazine featured Michael as a local celebrity and life health pro, named him hero of the insurance industry. Michael's even been given the Moving America Forward Award by William Shatner. Now here's your host, Michael J. Markey Jr. Good morning and welcome back to another episode Fireproof Your Retirement. I am your host, Michael Markey. With me today, as he is each and every week, we've got producer Mitch behind the scenes doing a fantastic job for us. Remember, this is the show where the only blanket statement that we like is that we don't like blanket statements. Now, our goal, and this always sounds lofty, always sounds kind of weird when I say it, but our goal is to change your life. It's to change your life by changing the way we look at money. Because money doesn't have any meaning. And every time, every opportunity I get to share this with people, I'm going to try to take that opportunity and take advantage of it. Because money doesn't have meaning. If money had meaning, then people on their deathbed shortly there before, they would share with family, friends, loved ones, how fulfilled their life has become because of how big their 401k or IRA investment balances have become. But they don't. Because money doesn't have meaning, but it does have purpose. And its purpose is only one of two things, and that is to give or to spend. That's it. So our job is to help you maybe look at money a little bit differently to help relieve the stress of money. We talk, we argue, we think, and and have anxiety over money. It's one of the biggest causes of divorce, one of the biggest causes of strife. Yet, we can take a lot of those stresses away. One of the biggest things that people fight over, and this is not going to be a surprise to you, but one of the very biggest sources of fights is our lack of ability to pay our debts. Now, one of the things that that gets mistaken with is having too much debt. Now, I'm not telling you if you have no debt, go out and get a mortgage and a car payment and some credit cards. That's not what I mean at all. But couples don't fight over their lack or over debt. See, couples fight over their lack of ability to pay their debts. So when we blame debt, it's it's really more of a symptom, not a cause. The cause is income. For example, when you're in retirement, you could have the same amount of debt that you had pre-retirement. But if you carry that same amount of debt into retirement and your income's lower, there's going to be more stress. I meet people all the time who maybe have a couple car payments and they haven't even considered what they're going to do when their income is half two-thirds of what it is today, and they've just kind of gone on a path that they're always going to have car payments. They'll have them for a couple years, then they pay them off, then they have them for a couple years, and I'll ask them, well, why do you have these car payments? And they'll say, well, Mike, car payments aren't that big of a deal. Interest rates are really, really cheap. Are you against car payments? And I've realized that, no, I'm not against car payments, but what I think is a bad plan is to assume that interest rates are always going to be what they are today. I think it's a bad plan to assume that we're going to be able to continue to get 1.9, 2.9 APR financing. I remember when I first got a car loan uh, as a business years ago, and it was 10%. And I thought that that was a really good deal. That was a good rate. And now we would be blown away by a double-digit rate like that. So things change. 
And I think it's a really bad plan that we continue to build financial plans with the assumption that car rates will always be the same. We should have plans for things of which we cannot control. And one of the things of which we cannot control are what future rates will be. So how do we control that? We control it by having some money set aside. And this is one of the biggest failures that most people have. Most people have nothing set aside. And I'm kind of getting on this rant about car payments. Not that I have anything bad about car payments. It's because we approach retirement the same way we approached getting to retirement. The years in retirement are different than the years leading up to retirement. You're going from accumulation phase of assets to a distribution phase. It's totally different. I'll give you an example. Recently, I was meeting with somebody and they have their car payment being deducted from their investments. And they said, well, I don't see why that's a bad thing. And I said, well, I do. And they go, what's the big deal? I go, well, are these investments something that can go up and down? They go, well, sure. I said, how much could they go down by? They go, well, I don't know. I said, let's just, I go, I'm not saying, I hadn't even looked at them yet. So I, I go, I'm not saying that these are going to go down if bad things happen, but here's the thing that the markets are up most of the time. The market, the stock market is up, I don't know, about 70 or 80% of the time, pretty, um, likely, right? We can count on it. But if the market's up 70 to 80% of the time, I can give you this one truth, and that is um, the market will eventually go down. That's not being pragmatic. That's not me scaring you. It's not a fear tactic. It's just saying the market, most of the time it goes up, but every once in a while it goes down. And this is what I've learned about when it goes down. Um, when it's going down, you won't, number one, you won't see it coming. You won't. Those who say they see it coming is the exact equivalence of saying you know how to time the market. If you know how to time the market, why don't you have more money? You don't have more money because you don't know how to time the market. So people will say, well, number, or so the market will go down. And what I found is that number one is you won't see it coming. And number two, it won't be a good time. So I said, you know, let's just call her Mary. I said, Mary, what if that thing drops by 50%? She goes, well, could it? I go, I don't know. I haven't seen it. But what if it did? Do you know how much it could go down by? She goes, no. I go, what's the most it's ever gone down by? The thing you own to pay that car payment. She goes, I have no idea. I go, well, we got to know these things because if that value of that thing fell in half, right? If you've got 20000 set aside in this, let's say, mutual fund to pay these car payments and the twenty goes in half and becomes ten, and you bought a $20,000 car, it now is going to cost twice the amount for that car because it's going to take what used to be forty grand in that mutual fund just to pay off the twenty. So you doubled the price of the car because you were taking a little bit extra risk. I go, so if it drops in value, what other dollars do you have that are stable set aside to be able to um, start that payment? She goes, well, I don't have any. And I go, why not? She goes, I don't know because I'm following what my advisor told me to do. And I go, so your advisor just automatically assumes there's never going to be a downturn or that they'll be able to catch it before it happens. And she, you know, it was like this switch going off. Because in reality, that's the same thing many people are doing. We've got a little bit on savings and checking. We've got this great 401k, IRA, whatever it may be, investments. And then we're, we act like we're blindsided when the market goes down. The market's not a bad thing. It's not some big, bad, evil thing. It goes up, it goes down. That's just what it does. That doesn't make it bad. That's just what it does. But when you're paying debts with it or when you're using it to fund predictable expenses, what plan B do we have? Or is our plan that we're just going to stay the course, we'll just close our eyes and we'll come back? If you don't know what your plan is, it means you don't really have a plan. And I encourage you to attend one of our free workshops. You can find these by going online to www.legacyfinancialnetworkalloneword.com. That's legacyfinancialnetworkalloneword.com. Or call our office staff. Remember, we're local. We've got three locations here locally. You can give us a call, 616 589 Four zero zero four. It's five eight nine four zero zero four, and our wonderful staff will help get you to one of these informational workshops. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. 
Mike Markey is full of information, but as you probably already know, he gets so excited to give out that information that he speaks at about 900 words per minute with gusts up to 1,300. Now's your chance to get that information at your own pace. Mike has written a book called Fireproof Your Retirement, which can be found on Amazon. It covers many of the same topics we cover during the show, including income planning, asset allocation, gifting, taxes, and much more. As you know, Mike is all about paying it forward. That is why 100% of the proceeds go to local fire departments. Once again, that's Fireproof Your Retirement by Michael Markey, which can be found on Amazon.com. Okay, and welcome back to the second half of Fireproof Your Retirement. It's a short second half because I got a little winded apparently on the front half. But what we were talking about is that most people, we argue and we worry and we stress about money all the time. And one of the things that causes that is not debt. It's the lack of ability to pay our debts. And sometimes we don't realize that we're maintaining a level of debt that we've been comfortable with for many, many years. But then we're getting into retirement with a reduction in income. Many people will have a reduction in income or they'll have a reduction in stable, predictable income. Those are things like pensions and Social Security. So when you have employment, you have stable, predictable income. Maybe that's five or $6,000 um, that's hitting the bank account every month, let's say, or four grand, whatever that number is for you. Whatever that number, it's pretty stable, it's pretty predictable. But when we get on Social Security, if it's half that number and you go, well, Mike, I've got investments to make up the difference. That difference that those investments are going to fund, are they stable? Are they predictable? How much do they go up at any given time? How much do they go down? When they go down, do you still have to take from them? Many people, the answer is yes. They have no backup plan. They have really no plan. I said before the break, if you're sitting there wondering if you have a plan, it means you probably don't have a plan and you should at least have a plan. Absolutely have a plan. And that's one of the things that I think we do very well for people because this is the type of planning we do each every day. Biggest thing I encourage you to is go to one of our workshops. You can, um, they're, they're great because they're non-confrontational. You're not going to get some big free meal. It always kind of cracks me up, these free meal workshops where they're going to give you a steak. And I always find it interesting when these financial firms or lawyers or whatever it may be, these workshops, seminars, informational gatherings, they have all these new names for them, don't they? But when they host about these beautiful restaurants, these beautiful resorts with the you know, like a Ruth Chris with a wonderful steak. It's like going on a first date and you're going to the nicest restaurant in town and you're ordering the most expensive item on the menu. I don't know. It always makes, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it doesn't fit with my values and, and the way I was raised, I suppose. And it makes me always wonder, um, you know, how we're setting up that relationship because that's really what this is. And so I got a little sidetracked there once again, but wanted to talk about income. So how do we determine um, the amount of income that you're going to need in retirement? Well, it's really simple. Take your take home pay. So look at your check. If you've got $500, uh, you're paid every week and you have $500, that's what's hitting the bank account. You need two grand a month. It's actually a little bit more than that because technically some months have more than four weeks, don't they? So we would take it by 4.35, but hey, that's when we're getting in a little bit more in-depth planning. It's simple. You got $500 a week or $1,000 every two weeks. You've got two grand coming in a month. Now, if you're not saving, if you've got a couple thousand in savings and checking, that tells me you're not saving. It goes up a little bit and then it's used to pay for different things. Be careful on that because I get a lot of people where they go, well, Mike, I'm saving. 
Then I'll say, well, what are you saving a month? They'll say $500. I go, well, wait a minute. You've got five grand in savings and checking, $500 a month. That's six grand a year. Did you have nothing in there eight months ago? Well, no, it builds up and then I pay my taxes with it. Or I, well, that's how we pay our vacation or whatever. Well, then you're not really saving it. You're saving it for a future expense that's already known. It's already predictable. So that doesn't really count. It's good you're doing that and not putting it on Visa, but it's not a net saving. So we find out that net savings. If savings and checking are always at five grand, then you're, you have no net savings. And therefore, if you have two grand coming in, you have two grand going out. That's what you need. If you have four grand coming in, you have four grand going out. It's as simple as that. And that's the income you need in retirement. Now we can adjust that for things like mortgage maybe will be paid off. Um, now don't be careful about a house or a car being paid off because although it gets paid off, you will, you will have future car expenses. And so that's how you determine whether or not your debt is actually increasing based on income or decreasing. Things in retirement are gonna be different than things prior to retirement. That's simple, but oftentimes you don't hear it that way. And if you get nothing else from today, please take this. People don't get in fights because they have too much debt. They get in fights because of their lack of ability to pay their debts. One of the things that causes the lack of ability to pay our debts are loss of income. Pre-retirement, loss of income is loss of a job. Post-retirement, it's because Social Security and pension does not meet the monthly expenses for most people. Not all. Very few. Most don't want to live on just Social Security and pensions. And so when it doesn't meet, when Social Security and your pension doesn't meet your monthly living expenses, then you fund that. That's a gap. You fund that with investments. And investments most of the time go up, but every once in a while they go down. That doesn't make it bad, that's just what they do. Most of the time they go up, sometimes they go down, and when they go down, you won't see it coming and it won't be a good time. If you don't have a plan for this, you need to get a plan, let us help. Come to one of our free workshops. We won't give you a dinner, we won't give you a steak. I don't even think we do cookies. Uh, I know there is coffee though, uh, and it probably won't even be the best coffee, I apologize. But come to one of our free educational workshops. We hold them at the uh, a lot of local libraries to make it very unintimidating. Give us a call locally, 616-589-4004. It's 589-4004. Let our staff book it for you or go online, legacyfinancialnetwork.com. Until next week, this is another episode of Fireproof Your Retirement. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Retirement. For more information, contact Michael J. Markey Jr. of Legacy Financial Network. Call toll-free at 855-LF-NETWORK or online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.